You're listening to the Quince podcast. One of the most aggressively fought election battles finally came to a close on 2nd May with a sweeping victory for the Trinamool Congress in the West Bengal Assembly polls. Belying all expectations, the party is back to power for the third time in a row with an absolute majority, although party supremo Mamta Banerjee herself lost the Nandigram seat to her former aide, Shubhendu Adhikari, who had switched over to the BJP just ahead of the elections. Counting of votes took place in three other states as well. Assam, where the BJP became the only non-Congress party to secure a consecutive second term in the state. Tamil Nadu, where the DMK wrested power from the AIDMK after 10 years and Stalin is all set to become the first-time chief minister after waiting for decades. Kerala, where the Pinaray Vijayan-led LDF's level-headed handling of the COVID crisis brought them back to power for a second consecutive term, a feat that no party has been able to manage in Kerala in the last 40 years. And of course, the union territory of Puducherry, where the NDA managed to use up the last hold of the Congress in the South. Yet, amidst all these states, it was the West Bengal results that grabbed the most attention where the BJP's defeat has come as quite a shock to the party leadership. A far cry from Modi Shah's prediction of 200 seats, the party managed only 77 seats in the Assembly, although it's much more from the three seats that it had managed in the 2016 elections. But more than an electoral defeat for the BJP, the West Bengal results are being seen as a striking blow to the BJP's brand of politics. Despite the numerous defections of TMC heavyweights into the BJP, despite the blatant polarization of Hindus and Muslims in the election rallies, despite a strong lineup of BJP campaigners to take on Mamta Banerjee with taunts and jibes, Didi seems to have reserved Bengal for Banglar May and thwart the BJP's ambitions in the state. But what is it that worked in the favour of TMC? How did Mamta Banerjee lead her party to such a phenomenal victory despite her incumbency? Decoding the West Bengal results in this episode with me will be Aditya Menon, the Quinn's political editor. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Shalbury. Before we go on to analysing the election results, it's important to acknowledge that the election in the state has been fought at a great cost. The West Bengal elections took place in the shadow of a very infectious second wave of COVID in the country. For close to two months, we've seen political campaigns being conducted in Bengal and other states as well, with what can only be described as an utter disregard to pandemic protocols in the face of rising infections and COVID-related deaths. Yet, in the eight phases of Bengal Assembly elections, the political campaigns only intensified even as the infections in the state rose to record high numbers in April, with neither the parties nor the Election Commission concerning themselves with the repercussions of such acts until courts started to take notice. And so, irrespective of how important these elections may be, irrespective of how historic the results may have been, what will perhaps always be remembered is how these elections were fought at the cost of citizens' lives. That being said, let's decode the results. The TMC pulled off a resounding victory, winning 213 out of the 292 seats of the Bengal Assembly, counted on 2nd May, with the only setback being Mamta Banerjee's defeat in the prestige battle against a former aide in Nandigram, where she lost by just 1,956 votes. While the EC shot down her request for a recount, she plans to take the matter to the court over suspicions of malpractices. 
Now, one of the reasons that this victory is being touted as a historic one is that it's much more than anti-incumbency that stood in Mamata Banerjee's way in this election. Just months ahead of the polls, she faced an onslaught of aggressive tactics from the BJP, starting with a significant number of TMC heavyweights, ministers and MLAs crossing over to the BJP. Going by the narrative pushed by the BJP, it seemed that TMC's own leaders were abandoning the party and Banerjee was left with a sinking ship all by herself. Then there was also the language of Hindu-Muslim polarisation in BJP's campaigns with references such as quote-unquote Begum Mamta to suggest that she was appeasing Muslims. But none of that seemed to have made a scratch on TMC's numbers. What is it that worked for the party? The three main factors, as Aditya Menon points out, are number one, the state government's welfare schemes. Number two, the women vote bank. This election has in fact shattered the myth that the Muslim vote bank is what gets the TMC to power. The sheer scale of victory shows that it's not possible for just a single community to have elected the party into power. And the third and very important factor that worked for the BJP was the linguistic and cultural pride of the Bengali identity that Banerjee was able to play up against the BJP. Uh, I think a strong thrust on welfare schemes and especially the delivery of welfare schemes in the last one year of the Trinamul Congress government, uh, you know, through the Dwarya Sarkar uh, initiative. Uh, I think it was an important course correction uh, for the TMC and it sort of addressed some of the last mile delivery problems and, uh, you know, alleged acts of uh, corruption uh, that had harmed them in the uh, Lok Sabha election. So, uh, that's the that was one factor. Uh, the second, uh, from what one is hearing, is that there was a sizable chunk of uh, uh, women uh, who who voted for uh, the TMC, even compared to the men in their own families. Uh, so, um, um, survey suggests that there must might be about three to four percent extra women vote that uh, the TMC got compared to men. Uh, so that uh, seems to have been a very important uh, factor in, in the TMC's victory. It helped, I think, both these two factors, uh, they helped TMC uh, tackle some of the uh, you know, polarization that the BJP was uh, trying. Uh, third, of course, uh, I mean, there, there uh, is, uh, was a very sizable consolidation of Muslim votes uh, behind the TMC. Muslims are about 28% of uh, West Bengal's population. And uh, I, it wouldn't be surprising if about 80% of them would have voted for the TMC. Uh, but that was also something that was there in the Lok Sabha elections. So, uh, you know, that factor has been uh, reasonably con constant. Then uh, fourth, uh, there was a narrative of uh, regional pride uh, that the TMC played and, uh, you know, regional pride combined with uh, Mamta Banerjee's own uh, popularity uh, that also proved to be a very, very, uh, very, very strong combination for the TMC, especially in contrast with the BJP, which did not have that kind of a singular charismatic leader uh, to, to galvanize support. So, I think a combination of these uh, uh, few factors might have played a role in the TMC's win. Now, one of the interesting things to point out is that the numbers this time for the opposition and the ruling party is interestingly very similar to 2016's. TMC had backed 211 seats last time and 213 this time. The opposition had also managed about 70 plus seats then. That also remains pretty similar this time. Now, the only difference in this election is that the BJP seems to have replaced the Congress and the left in the opposition almost entirely. So, although the BJP lost this election, replacing the Congress and the left from the opposition means that it has still gained 
about 70 former seats in the assembly much more than it had before and now it's the primary opposition of the tmc in the state assembly is that to be interpreted as a victory for the bjp it's a very significant victory for the bjp uh, they have gone from 3 seats to close to 80 seats they have 38% of the vote share uh they are now the undisputed opposition in in west bengal and left and congress which dominated the state's politics since independence uh they are now nowhere to be seen in in west bengal's uh, political landscape so obviously a huge victory for the bjp in a state which they believe uh, you know was was the, i mean uh, their their founder of the jansang came from west bengal so they they feel that they have some kind of connection to the land um so yeah obviously a very very important uh, uh, i mean very very important growth for the bjp yeah. <clears throat> but uh, i mean it's it's a bit simplistic to say that the left and congress vote went uh, you know in block to the bjp uh, it's a slightly more complex because it seems that in the first few phases uh, especially in areas like north bengal and uh, uh jhargram and jangal mahal uh, a, a sizable chunk of left votes did go to the bjp uh and you know this is where uh, the 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 people affected by tmc's political violence they just decided to back whichever party was best placed to defeat the tmc but uh, especially when it comes to muslim supporters of the congress and left they seem to have shifted uh lock stock and barrel to the tmc especially if you look at areas like malla and murshidabad uh where tmc has done surprisingly well these are not originally areas where it's strong so uh, it's clear that there has been a shift from the left and the congress to the tmc even in calcutta this might have been the case you know people who for whom uh, uh, bengali identity and bengali cultural pride was important they Uh, may not have instinctively been uh, a tmc supporters they could have been left supporters but they uh, tactically voted for tmc to keep the bjp away so i mean there are uh, different things have happened in different areas as far as the opposition vote is concerned but as i've said more than numbers more than an electoral defeat It is the Modi Shah's brand of politics that got utterly defeated in the state. Remember the fact that the BJP pulled all the big guns against Banerjee in this election, fielded a big number of union ministers and chief ministers, including PM Modi and Mr. Amit Shah themselves, to campaign against her. There were also strong allegations against the BJP of trying to poach TMC MLAs. And yet, out of the 148 TMC turncoats, only six have won seats in this election. The BJP's blatant attempt to polarize Bengal voters along religious lines also seems to have backfired. So, why did the usual tactics fail to work in Bengal? and what is the message for the bjp here the bjp tried their usual tactics you know of of uh, using communal polarization of uh, throwing in a very huge amount of resources bringing in cadres and uh, leaders from other parts of the country um, and there are even allegations from the tmc that bjp misused government machinery uh, beat central forces or the election commission so Uh, i mean the the usual bjp's intimidating shock and awe tactics uh, that they tried in west bengal uh, but it did not work uh, so in that sense i mean it is a defeat of the modi shah brand of politics i mean in in comparison they would have been better off uh, doing what they did in assam this time you know project a very strong regional leadership and uh, you know come up with some kind of a vision of governance uh, but they didn't do that so yeah in that sense you can say it's a defeat for uh, modi and 
So the fact that this election has been fought so tremendously well by an opposition party despite the BJP's formidable force, what is the symbolic meaning of such a victory here, not just for Bengal but also opposition parties? Are there lessons from this election for the opposition to scale up their electoral victories? Back to Aditya here. It's a very instructive uh, result for the opposition. Mamta Banerjee and her advisor Prashant Kishore, they have uh, put forward a, a certain model of uh, defeating the BJP. Now, what are the elements of this model? Uh, definitely regional pride, uh, focus on a strong leader with a strong personality like Mamta Banerjee, uh, focus on the women vote and uh, uh, and welfare schemes, you know, welfare targeted welfare schemes that reach people. So these four elements are probably the 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 uh, basis of this West Bengal model that is being put forward. Uh, can it be scaled uh, to a national level? Uh, I, mean, the, I think there are differences in context. Uh, firstly, um, Mamta Banerjee was the incumbent. Uh, you know, she had already been ruling for 10 years. But what the opposition needs at the central level is someone who can challenge uh, Prime Minister Modi's uh, you know, might. And, and, and undoubtedly, Prime Minister Modi still enjoys a great deal of uh, popularity in the country. Uh, so uh, it's a challenger model that's required uh, at the national level. Uh, things like welfare schemes, yeah, obviously the opposition can, uh, you know, try and shift the narrative towards welfare, towards development, uh, towards economic issues. But welfare schemes and then implementation is something only typically an incumbent government can do. So that's not something that can be scaled up uh, by the opposition. Uh, even uh, to that extent, focus on the women vote. Women also tend to, uh, when they do decisively, uh, you know, go in, in favor of a particular party, it is often the incumbent, you know, be it Mamta Banerjee or Nitish Kumar uh, or Naveen Patnaik, you know, the, the advantage they got in terms of women votes also because of certain schemes that they did. Uh, or the women vote will shift if the law and order or something that is extremely blatantly anti-woman uh, that's happening uh, that a particular government is doing. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's not a very easy uh, card to play, uh, you know, at the national level. Uh, you, one would re need a very astute leader and preferably a female leader to play that card. Uh, that were female leader with a national appeal, you know, but there is no one uh, of of that variety as of now. Uh, so, yeah, and that's the second element. That, of course, the third uh, element of uh, of uh, you know consolidating anti-BJP votes and especially of the minority community. Obviously, that is something that any opposition uh, which wants to take on uh, the BJP at the central level will have to do. Now, I mean, the the commonsensical model for doing that was the Mahagadbandhan. You, you sort of unite all the opposition. Uh, but Mamta Banerjee has proved that, you know, you don't even need a coalition to do that. If you are a strong enough uh, uh, anti-BJP candidate and if you have not taken the minorities for a ride, you will get support uh, from that section. So, you know, that that's another takeaway. Uh, from the, the, the West Bengal uh, victory. Uh, so there are some elements uh, which, which can be used by the opposition at the central level, uh, but it's not something that can directly be replicated. I think one very critical element uh, in terms of a national message is uh, uh, that uh, Mamta Banerjee's victory could uh, signal the uh, emergence 
of the politics of federalism uh, it, it probably i think uh, uh, she would provide space for some kind of uh, 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 conglomeration of regional leaders coming together and battling with the narendra modi government on the issue of federalism uh, obviously with the covid-19 pandemic this becomes important because you know, there are a lot of allegations uh, that the center is taking away all the gst funds and it is not being equitable in distributing uh, them across states and also regarding the covid-19 pandemic the states aren't being given enough space to maneuver something as basic as vaccine prices are also you know different for the center and the states uh, so this politics of federalism uh, could emerge as a very important narrative and it could lead to the coming together of leaders uh, like mamta banerjee uddhav thakre uh, k chandrasekhar rao arvind kejriwal uh, you know among chief ministers uh, of course mk stalin uh vice jagan mohan reddy so you know there are a lot of leaders in this anti bjp space who are not necessarily pro congress who might want to be part of such a conglomeration uh, so i think this is the space to watch out for following this election if elections could have a man of the match it would undoubtedly be prashant kishore mamta banerjee's campaign adviser who has announced that he wants to quit this space despite such a victory he's also accused the ec of being an quote unquote extension of the bjp alleging that they did everything they could do to help the party but now that the people of bengal have given their mandate what will this victory mean for the state will it be able to usher a strong and good governance and especially at a time when the numbers in west bengal are rising If you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates we'll have on Apple Google Podcast Spotify Jio Seven and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms for other podcasts please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section for any feedback shoot an email to podcasts@thequinn.com Thanks for listening Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts. 